Doug's ears were ringing, and he instinctively closed his eyes. When he opened them, a scene out of hell shocked him into reality. He dry heaved as his stomach turned into knots. Still unable to completely hear, he shook his head and got back into the game. The last few minutes were lost to him, but he began to gather bits and pieces of his memory together. His platoon had been on a patrol when he had heard the sound of an explosion. That's when his world went black. What had actually happened was when an improvised explosive device detonated beside the vehicle, it gravely damaged the 27-ton armored Bradley. All of the occupants inside had been violently thrown against the ceiling as the interior erupted into flames. I've got to find a way out, Doug frantically thought as he began to hear screams coming from his friends around him. He was able to find the forward hatch door and got it open. Immediately, a column of thick smoke began escaping through the opening. In the midst of the blinding haze, Dodge thought his eyes were playing tricks on him. He squinted, and there above him was a man whose arms and legs were literally on fire. The only parts of him that were not ablaze were his helmet, torso, and boots. It was then that he realized who he was looking at, Sergeant Al Cash. This podcast is about heroes in military and law enforcement. Some gave their service for America and served in the armed forces. Some have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom, and others protected the local community and died in the line of duty. Our lives would be a whole lot different if it weren't for the hard work and sacrifice of these brave men and women. They could have gone on to live lives that were less dangerous. However, they dedicated themselves to your protection. If you ever have the pleasure of talking to one of them, they'll tell you, I'm not a hero, but I have the honor of walking beside a few. Others will say, the real heroes are those who didn't make it back home. This episode is dedicated to U.S. Army Sergeant First Class Alwyn Al Cash, Persian Gulf War and Iraq War. Al Cash was a platoon sergeant with the 1st Battalion, 15th Infantry Regiment, 3rd Infantry Division. Al Cash was born as the youngest of eight kids on July 13, 1970 in Thompson, Georgia, and was raised in Oviedo, Florida, just northeast of Orlando. He graduated from Oviedo High School in 1988 and entered the Army on July 18, 1989. He trained as a supply specialist for his first job. Before serving in Operation Iraqi Freedom, Cash was stationed at multiple posts. He was first assigned to South Korea from 1989 to 1990, and then served in Fort Lewis, Washington from 90 to 93. While stationed there, he was deployed overseas for Operation Desert Storm. He then changed his MOS, Military Occupation Specialty, or Military Job, to infantrymen and was sent to training in 1993. Now as an infantry soldier, he returned to South Korea from 1993 to 94 and was promoted to squad leader where he served in Fort Hood, Texas from 94 to 96. His next assignment was to Germany from 1996 to 98 and then he was assigned as a drill sergeant to Fort Benning, Georgia from 98 to February 2001. The army then sent him back to Germany where he was an operations non-commissioned officer for the 19th Battlefield Coordination Detachment 
and then was appointed as squad leader with 1st Battalion, 18th Infantry Regiment, also in Germany, in February 2001. A few years later, he was deployed to the Middle East for the invasion of Iraq in 2003. At the time, he served as platoon sergeant with Alpha Company, 1st Battalion, 15th Infantry Regiment, 3rd Brigade of the 3rd Infantry Division from Fort Benning, Georgia. If he said he would do it, you could count on him to do it, his sister Yvonne Holmes once said. Al told his family before he deployed that he would never leave one of his soldiers behind in combat. I told him, don't go over there playing a hero. You learn how to duck and come home, his sister Casanel Cash White said. He said, I'm doing the job I was trained to do. I have to take care of my boys. While on the deployment on October 17, 2005, a column of Bradley fighting vehicles proceeded down a dusty road near Samara, Iraq. All of a sudden, the transport vehicle Cash was riding in as the gunner was damaged after an improvised explosive device detonated close by. The fuel cell ruptured and the interior of the vehicle suddenly burst into flames. Only suffering minor injuries, Cash saw that his men inside were in grave danger and acted instantly. Without consideration for his own safety, Cash ran to the vehicle's rear and attempted to open the troop hatch door. When it refused to budge, things only got worse. Because his clothes were saturated with gasoline, they instantly burst into flames. Inside the vehicle, Staff Sergeant Douglas Dodge popped the troop hatch door open and stumbled outside, charred and disoriented from a concussion. There he saw Cash, his uniform up in flames. His skin burned everywhere except where his helmet, body armor, and boots were. Cash said, Where are the rest of the boys? We gotta get them out. Without even thinking, Cash just went in there, said Dodge, who followed after him. Regardless of the horrific scene and while still in contact with insurgents who were shooting at the vehicles, Cash continued to go in, pulling out one injured and burnt soldier after another with the help of Dodge. Although the door was wide open, the soldiers inside were too dazed to realize they could escape. Cash and Dodge still struggled through the fire and smoke and were able to rescue all six soldiers and the interpreter. When the soldiers from another Bradley vehicle finally showed up to lend a hand, they stared in horror as Cash had second and third degree burns covering over 70% of his body. The medevac helicopters soon arrived to get the wounded out. Fellow soldiers remember seeing Cash refuse to get on himself until he was sure that all his men were loaded first. He was able to walk onto the medevac without any help. Cash was evacuated by medical transport to Germany and eventually ended up at Brooks Army Hospital in San Antonio, Texas. He had planned to retire in 2009 after his 20 years of service. However, while recovering in the hospital, he made plans to re-enlist. He desired to stay in the Army when he completely healed. During his stay at Brooks, Cash felt responsible for the men he had saved who were also residents there in the hospital and constantly inquired about them. After spending three weeks in the burn unit at Brooks Army Hospital, things took a turn for the worse and Cash died on November 8, 2005. Loved ones also received the news that three of the soldiers Cash and Dodge had helped, Staff Sergeant George Alexander Jr., 34 of Killeen, Texas, Sergeant Michael Robertson, 28 of Houston, 
and specialist Darren Howe, 21, of Beatrice, Nebraska, had all died at the same hospital from burns they received during the explosion. However, because of Cash and Dodge's actions, all three soldiers were able to say goodbye to their family members. Sergeant Douglas Dodge would eventually receive the bronze star with V device, denoting valor. During Cash's funeral, Cynthia Gibson from Jacksonville, Florida, was among the many in line that stretched from the front of the church to the back doors. Cynthia had once met Cash before his platoon deployed to Iraq in 2003. She was at the funeral for a special reason. Her son, Sergeant Gary Mills, was alive because of Cash's heroism. I thank the Lord for my hero, and my hero is Sergeant Cash, Gibson told 250 mourners who responded with thunderous applause. My brother told me an officer once asked him why, when they were in a danger zone, he was always out front, Al's brother Carlos Cash said during the funeral. He told me that he said, I'm at peace with myself and God, and some of those other guys might not have reached that point yet. That was my brother. This message was repeated almost exactly by every family member and those who called Al their friend. Tears were shed and laughter was heard throughout the two-hour-long service, where some who had never met Cash were in attendance. His loved ones recalled him as a boy. He enjoyed joking around with his friends where he was raised in the projects. He also held his family very dear, including his wife Tamara, 12-year-old daughter Alexis, 8-year-old son Andrew, and 6-year-old daughter Lejeda. He was also a soldier who was wholeheartedly dedicated to his job. Despite being faced with grave danger overseas, occasionally during the most unexpected times, Cash's famous smirk and passion for hunting and fishing came to the surface. An unnamed army sergeant recalled when Cash's platoon volunteered to support his team during a mission near the Tigris River. On the way out, he asked if I was okay, if my boys were all good, and then asked, Did you get a chance to catch any fish while you were down there? The sergeant said. Then he took point, the dangerous job of leading the soldiers out of harm's way. His memory will be etched in my heart, in many other soldiers' hearts for all time, he said. Cash also influenced thousands of others during his time as drill sergeant. It was said that he was very tough on his men. However, he considered it his job to get them ready to be the best soldiers in battle. Army Chaplain Major Milton Johnson closed the services by telling the crowd that the memory of Cash's legacy would continue on. I say to you today, this man fought the good fight. I am amazed at the life of this young man and how he finished his course, he said. During closing ceremonies, the flag-draped coffin was taken to the foyer and attendees were able to give their final goodbyes. Cash was then transported to his final resting place at Restlawn Cemetery in Sanford, Florida. Jimmy Lohman, who had grown up with Cash, said that his best friend's death was not a loss. To lose something is to not know where it is, and we know where Al is, Lohman said. He is not lost. The family didn't lose anything. God gained an angel. Cash's battalion commander at the time, Colonel Gary Brito, recommended him to receive the Silver Star. This is a distinguished award that acknowledges bravery on the battlefield that is still two notches underneath the Medal of Honor. After learning more details about Cash's actions, Brito began to advocate for an upgrade of the Silver Star to the Medal of Honor. In September of 2020, 
the U.S. House of Representatives collectively passed a bill that would allow for Alwyn Cash to posthumously receive the Medal of Honor. Just before the decision, Cash's older sister, Casano, thanked everyone who fought for her brother during the 15-year-long endeavor to have him receive the nation's highest military award. Alan Cash was the first black soldier to receive the Medal of Honor in the War on Terror. Casanal said during an interview, I won't allow anyone to make it a race thing because he did what he did, not because he was black, she said. He did what he did because he was a soldier and loved his men, and they loved him in return. They reciprocated that. This means the righting of a wrong that is way overdue. Alwyn is a legend among infantry and all those in combat arms. His story of putting himself in mortal danger, knowing that his men came first. It should be sung from the rooftops as the way of true non-commissioned officers should behave, said Army veteran Chip Spoons. There was a petition in the works with the Oviota, Florida mayor to have a mural of cash and a street named after him in his hometown. Finally, on December 16, 2021, Alwyn Cash was officially awarded the Medal of Honor. Cash's military legacy came full circle when his son, Andrew Cash, joined the U.S. Army in July of 2020. He entered the infantry and was stationed at his father's old post at Fort Benning, Georgia. I will now close with a quote from former Army Ranger Walt Nozoliak. SFC Cash exemplified selfless service and the mission-first, men-always mantra. It is unimaginable to envision entering an inferno while soaked with fuel, not once, not twice, but multiple times in total disregard for his own safety. This instinctive and incredibly brave series of acts can only be explained by a true love and respect for his men and an indomitable will. His sacrifice will not be forgotten and needs to be honored by the award of our great country's highest honor. His name is Alan Cash. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Remember My Name podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, please email me at RememberMyNamePodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at RememberMyNamePodcast and Twitter at RMNPodcast. Now take a moment and remember this name, Alan Cash.